0: the Lord everybody. God bless you. I am indeed happy and thankful and grateful to God for this opportunity to be able to share with you Bible study. Of course I am indeed happy to uh, know that the family of GEI are joining me online today. So I am really, really praying that the word will take root into your life today. We give honor to our leader. Of course, I have been chosen to uh, give the word of God today. So we honor our pastor, thanking him for this opportunity, Bishop J. Drew Shear. We honor him today. Of course, my rock, my husband, uh, whom um, I love with all of my heart, mind, body, and soul. And I honor him today for this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it i am thankful for our leader i am thankful i never never get into a place or complacent until we do not appreciate our leader appreciate the man of god that god has put in place for this set time to be a blessing to us, to give us guidance through the word of God. And certainly he is a leadership. I mean the the par excellence that he Exudes through leadership is amazing to me. And I'm not being partial, but I'm being a member. I'm talking as a member, not as a wife right now, but as a member of Greater Emanuel Institution. I have been, I'm sure you've been fed. I want you to just put it, put it in the, uh, in the uh, chat or in, in your, you know, where you're supposed to type. Put it in there. If Bishop has been a word has been blessing to you through the word of God, I just want you to put it in there. I thank God for the word. I've been blessed. Just put, I've been blessed so that he can know and that he could see that he is a blessing to us and be encouraged uh, because there are times and moments that, you know, he's always on assignment. God has him in a season right now that he's Traveling across the world and giving the word of God here, there, and everywhere. So when he comes back home, he doesn't forget about oh yes, what God has ordained him to do here at Greater Emmanuel. So God bless that. will encourage him when he sees all of those. I've been blessed by the word by Bishop Shear. I'm telling you, do that for me. I appreciate it. So I hope you will be uh, you will not be um, nourished uh uh, let's see. Let, let me say. Let me let me rephrase that. I hope that you will not be hungry <laughs> by the word that I give you today, because you have been given through our leader great word and food for our everyday living. So I'm gonna go into the word of God. I am just excited for what God has given me to bless you and to help us uh, in our daily walk today. And I want to uh, start with the word of prayer. Father, we thank you for this time, oh God, to give a word to my fellow sisters and brothers. And God, I pray that this word will take root, hallelujah, and let it be fruitful in their lives. And be replenishing, Father, that you be glorified and magnified, and we expect life-changing to take place in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I am uh, happy to um, talk to you today about relinquishing anger and unforgiveness to reach the finish line. Relinquishing anger and unforgiveness to reach the finish line. Um, when you think about the uh, world of what's happening today, um, the enemy is trying all he can to take out whoever he can take out. And uh, it's, as you look around on the news, it seems like, you know, um, people are hostile. and. People just get angry all of a sudden, you know, and you have these mass shootings. And I believe that as we uh, take advantage of this platform of allowing the word of God to go out, maybe what I share with you today, you can share with somebody. Let it be a domino effect because you don't know when trouble is around you. You don't know who around you, uh, perhaps uh, the the enemy might be using, but I think that the word of God certainly is powerful that it can give a life changing experience. So that's what the Lord gave me to talk about today, uh, relinquishing anger and unforgiveness. And that's what we want to focus on. We want to focus on relinquishing anger and unforgiveness to reach the finish line, because there is imp- there is. Um, a finish line. We have a goal that we need to meet. Those that are citizens of the kingdom, we have a goal that we want to meet. meet. We want to make sure that we are pleasing in the eyes of God by our everyday living and making sure that we are living a righteous life. So that being said, we want to make sure that we get to that finish line because a lot of times there's going to be uh, roadblocks in the way. There's going to be some hindrance. You might have to uh, start. You be Sometimes we get in the way of life. We start our, 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 our goals that we want to meet um, in our edi- everyday living, living righteously, and trying to get to that finish line. But there are hindrances. Of course, that's what the, when the enemy comes in. But the word that I give you today will combat the enemy, combat the enemy that tries to come in like a flood. The word of God and along with the power of God will lift up a standard. You know the word against it. So we're going to talk about relinquishing again, anger and unforgiveness. And we need a lot of unforgiveness, Lord Jesus. We need, excuse me, we need a lot of forgiveness to take place and we need to excommunicate unforgiveness. So it's very important that we make sure um, we keep this in mind. We're letting go. When you think about relinquish, It means to give up, put aside or desist from, to let go, to release. And then when I think about the scripture uh, that came to mind, Hebrews 12 and 1, it says, wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight. And the sin which doth so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Then I thought about the common English Bible. Listen at what it says. So then with endurance, let's also run the race that is laid out in front of us. Since we have such a greater a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let's throw off any extra baggage. Wow. Get rid of the sin that trips us up. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. So when we are focusing on relinquishing anger and unforgiveness to reach the finish line, we want to... Get rid of the extra baggage. Sometimes extra baggage could be that sin. It could be uh, perhaps that person that works your nerve all the time. It could be uh, someone on your job. It could be that struggle, whatever it is, that extra baggage that keep you from getting to that finish line. So this scripture Keep that in mind. It encourages us that we are to let it go. When I think of an Olympic sprinter, uh, a lot of times they strip off his warm, you know, uh, they, they strip off for warm ups when they do their warm ups. So they have warm up gear to eliminate extra weight and win resistance. Similar with us spiritually, we need to jettison. You know what jettison means? It means to cast goods overboard in order to lighten a vessel or aircraft to improve its stability in an emergency. So that means we wanna move quickly. Sometimes if you move quickly, especially in faith, in believing God before the enemy tries to come in. if you move quickly, I promise you, God will have your back and help you get to that place you ought to be in God, getting to that finishing line. So we're learning how we can relinquish the anger and let go of some of that baggage and let go of of the unbelief Uh, When you think of unbelief and anything in our lives that might trip us up spiritually and prevent us from running the race. Well, in order for you to run the race and get to that finish line, we have to stay focused, stay focused on your faith, stay focused on 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 our savior. Our Lord and Savior, that is our helper. Yes, it is. Even in the time of trouble, God is our helper. So I love this scripture in Hebrews 12, 2 and 3. Have you ever been running and felt like you wanted to quit? If someone draws alongside you and encourages you to keep going, it enables you to go further than you could have managed by yourself. Thank God for the village that you have. To someone that encourages you and tell you, you can make it, you can get through, but you gotta let go of that baggage, let go of that anger and that unforgiving. Maybe maybe perhaps someone has done something to you years back and you're still holding on to baggage. You're still holding on things That's allowing that weight to pull you down. You're worried about, oh, my goodness. Oh, they did this to me. They did that to me. But no, stick with your village. Those that will encourage you and say, come on, we're going to get through this. So they will help you get a second win. Similar to if you keep your attention on Jesus, Jesus will enable you. To persevere. How many of you believe that? You ever been in a state where you you find that, you know, you're constantly thinking about, oh my goodness, uh, that when that happened years ago and and you're holding on it. But if you keep your focus and attention on Jesus, he'll give you that courage to move past. We gotta move past some things in our lives. Move past that person that is working your note. Move, move past. The little foxes that destroy the vines. Some of the little petty things that we dwell on. Let it go. It is not worth your time. While you spending your time on the petty things, you could be focusing on trying to further yourself, getting closer to your destiny. But you're worried about the little petty things, the little foxes. I say it all the time to my daughter she she says it to me. She laughs every time because I, it's really true. Those little, it could be the little bitty things. A lot of people think it's the big things. Sometimes those little things, pettiness, can destroy the, 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 the and and then it can keep you from moving forward. Well, let's think about it. Look at this. How did Jesus himself reach the finish line? He was the greatest example. We have anger. We have unforgiveness. We have so many things that keep us from getting to the finish line. So many things that we're holding on to. But Jesus was the greatest example because look what he been through. They spat on him while he was trying to carry the cross. Let alone when I'm walking down the street with a water bottle. And then I'm trying to work it out, work out, work out, work out. And then I got somebody that's stopping me, trying to hold me up, keep me from getting to my goal of reaching those two miles that I'm trying to get to. It could be a hindrance. But Jesus was the greatest example. He was carrying that cross to get to the finish line. For the joy they lay before him, he endured the cross. That's what the Bible says. The Son of God made it through Friday. You all, listen, I know we just had Easter, but listen, we will never forget the love of Jesus that He sacrificed for us. But this is a part of letting go of unforgiveness. Jesus forgave them. He forgave them. He didn't get angry with them. The great example, the greatest example. He made it through Friday by keeping his eyes on Sunday. Listen, when you take, you know, I love to say, listen, listen means that get, that's my way of telling you, hey, I'm getting your attention. Please know that what happens on during your week, no, no. That if you keep your eyes focused on Jesus, he'll get you to the end of the week and start you over to your next week. So which means that if you keep on your eyes on Jesus, you have the power that he has given us. Scripture says after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall receive power. You can declare the next week that you're going into and speak over that week and say, I command this week and these days, that are coming before me to align up with the destiny and the purposes and plans of God. Hallelujah, in my life. So I'm going to let things that I need to let go that are not supposed to come with me to my destiny. You got to let them know. So when we think of father, our, our father sending his son, Jesus, uh, dying on the cross, when he'd go back, to the father in heaven and sit down at the right hand of the throne of God. That's in uh, 12. um, I think that was Hebrews 12 and two. You go back and read it later. So regardless, my point is regardless of the suffering and trials you're facing, know that resurrection day is coming. Let me just encourage you. No, please know and be reminded that that resurrection day is coming. Jesus was proof here. When you think about it, he pressed his way cuz he knew that the re- whatever need to be resurrected and come alive in your life, I promise you. If you stay focused and keep the faith, your day is coming. Just put it in that put it in that comment section. My day is coming. My day of, of ideas, of, of, um, uh, of ministry, of where I'm supposed to blossom in ministry, whatever it is, my day of getting to the point of succeeding in life, my day is coming. I speak it and I decree and I declare it right now that my day is coming. You're going to get through those issues that cause you to have unforgiveness in your heart or to cause you to make you mad or cause you make you angry. Yes, the human side kicks in. But this is what I'm here for, to help you get through. I've been there too. I've been there too. But here we are learning from how Jesus pressed his way because we knew that our resurrection day was coming. So we got to let go of those things, letting go. That's a part of of one of the points that I want to make. We want to let go of anger and unforgiveness, things that upset you. Those petty things, those little things, even dealing with uh, your friends, your loved ones, uh, persons on your job. You got to let go. Sometimes we have to be the bigger person. Did you know that unforgiveness is a deliberate refusal to give up the right. Let's just think about that for a minute. Realize what unforgiveness is. It's a deliberate refusal to give up the right based on the wrongful thought. Like somebody needs to pay. Oh, how many times have you said that? Lord, I can't believe they did me like that, or I can't believe. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to pay them back. That's not your job. Let God. What the Scripture say, vengeance is mine, said the Lord. Listen, if anybody can take care of somebody that's working your nerve, Jesus can. And a lot of times I have, I have seen the fruit of my prayer. Why you got to stay prayed up so that that constant line can be open and you can say, Lord, now you got to talk to him like you talking to Rip. Now, Lord, I'm trying not I'm trying not to give in to the enemy's tactics. So I need you to take care of this person. Do you know I've seen God flip that thing and they come back and apologize or It might be handled different or they'll see God will show them. Sometimes I'll pray and say, God, uh, give them an open mind to see, you know. And if it's me, I'll check myself first. I don't want to think, always think it's that the other person. Sometimes you got to check yourself and say, you know what? I probably could have said something different to kind of, you know, make them feel like, you know, as opposed to holding and harboring up anger and harboring up unforgiveness. Some things, we got to relinquish it, let it go. So know how terrible unforgiveness can be. Also, unforgiveness is a form of slavery. Wow. Unforgiveness is a form of slavery. The condition of being enslaved or bondage. See how the enemy does? He'll come and have you in slavery and you don't even know it. Have you in bondage and you don't even realize it. Because you're so caught up in the thought of trying to pay them back. You're So caught up in the thought of trying to see, uh, okay, who going to end up with the last say? You know, it's not that important. It's not that serious. What's more serious? Is that you keeping your contact and your relationship with God instead of getting out of character because anger will make you get out of character. And you, what's that uh, scripture? That, not the scripture, the commercial that says sometimes you look like a nut. What is that? Mounds, the mounds. You know what I'm saying? The mounds candy, candy bar. Oh, I love mounds candy. Mm hmm. But that script, that, excuse me, I keep saying scripture. Maybe the Lord want me to say a scripture. It's going to come. But that commercial says sometimes you look like a nut and sometimes you don't. And the enemy will make you look crazy. Sin will make you look dumb. Sin will make you look crazy. So that's why we have to do all we can to relinquish all of that baggage and all of that stuff that make you look like a nut. But if you stay close to God, listen at this. Unless you open your heart to forgiveness, many people are angry and know it and many, many people are very unforgiving and they don't even know it. Unless you open your heart to forgive, you will not see the brighter day. Sometimes you can hold yourself hostage by just holding on to things, holding on to baggage. So you have to forgive. Forgive. So you can come out of slavery. Yes, sometimes when we get angry, we get angry and then it's sometimes you have to let it go. Let it go for the for yourself, because sometimes when we um, when we tap into that anger or give in to that anger, as I said before, it knocks us out of character. It establishes bitterness. Because you see you see very, very much things and bitterness and hostility. That's enslaving yourself with attitudes. And no matter who you are, no matter where you are, as long as that's in your life, it's like it's poison leaking through you. We must be careful because the Bible says in 1 Peter 5 and 8, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may defile. You know what common English Bible says? Be clear-headed. Relinquish that stuff. Relinquish anger and unforgiveness. Be clear-headed, keep alert, be mindful of the little foxes that try to seep in to get you out of character, trying to be, you know, the one who has the last say. Because that, uh, that, that, that enemy, your accuser, the devil, is on prowling like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour, seeking someone to hide. You always want to be the, the one to clap back. You don't have to clap back, as my young people say all the time. You don't have to be the one to be the clapper. The clapper. <laughs> you don't have to be the clapper. Put it in that comment section. Don't be the clapper. You don't have to clap back all the time. You got to just let God handle it. And God will use you to give to, to bring peace to the atmosphere. That's what we need in this world today. We need more people that will step back. Even in road rage. Even in road rage. I, listen, I had to really pray about that. I had, sometimes I just let that person go around me. Because they'll jump in front of me and I'll be wanting to pay them back. But I said, you know what? My salvation is not... It, it, no. No. I'm not going to let you ruin my salvation and my relationship with God because of you. I'm not going to give in. No, don't give in to anger. So please know that this is very important. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just leave this with you. This, this is just so important. My time is running out. I want you to remember that a lot of times we can help ourselves, uh, to relinquish anger and relinquish unforgiveness by using wisdom. I said it before Proverbs 1 and 7. Wisdom begins with the fear of the Lord. People don't have the fear of the Lord anymore. That's why it's so much trouble in the church and outside the church. They don't have the fear of the Lord anymore because they're trying to please flesh and they're trying to clap back all the time. But we're relinquishing being a clapper, right? So allow me to just pause to give a brief meaning of fear. You know what the fear of God is. Go to Proverbs 1 and 7. The concept of fear is a particular focus. So no, if you have the fear of the Lord inside of you, that means you're reverencing God. You're honoring him with your everyday living. You're giving him respect. You're going to respect him. Because if you act out of line and have fear, and anger and unforgiveness uh that means you're relinquishing the wrong thing you're relinquishing having the fear of God but we need to focus on constantly making sure that we're living our life with the fear of God so God bless you I hope that you have been blessed by this word take it with you I can do a part two so Maybe Bishop will let me do the part two because I had something that I wanted, really wanted to add. But remember that we trying to get to that finish line and know that when you get to that finish line, look at the reward. You go, God going to be looking like, oh, the next time she pray, I'm going to be proud of her. So make God proud. okay? by relinquishing unforgiveness and anger. God bless you. I hope you have enjoyed this Bible study and been encouraged. Please know that it is important that we please God first. Make that our priority. So let this word bless you. I want to at this time take a moment to encourage you to sow a seed in this word of God. If you know that this word has been a blessing to you, plant a seed. You know, I have learned that planting a seed into the word of God, I have seen the fruits of planting a seed. So I want you to take hold of the ways of giving. You know the ways of giving. PayPal, um, we have Text to Give, Um, we have Cash App. You know the ways of giving. Get that seed out and let us plant a seed in this word that I spoke today. And what we're gonna do when we plant that seed, that's a part of you combating the enemy when he tries to come in to get you away from that finish line. But planting that seed, if you plant that seed, I promise you, God will replenish. I hear so often uh, when Bishop prays over the offering, Lord, let this seed multiply in the areas as part of the areas uh, that may be the area. Whatever area in your life, let this seed multiply and replenish in the areas that's needed in our lives. So let me pray over the seed. Father, we thank you for these uh, persons that are planting the seed. Thank you for this GEI family that's online. Those that are sacrificing, uh, giving extra. I'm planting my seed, God, because I'm believing that things that the enemy is trying to keep me away from you and keeping me away from having a great relationship with you. Father, I pray that this seed will take root and be fruitful and multiply in whatever area that's needed in my life. And God will give you glory. And we'll give you praise in Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. I pray that this word bless you and I'm looking forward to your blessing just because you planted that seed. We're looking forward to uh, this weekend coming back to church on Sunday morning and looking for uh, God to use our leader, Bishop J. Drew Shear, to give us a word to feast. Through our everyday living. God bless you. I'm looking forward to your great future. And remember that God has the last say. God bless you.